Hello and welcome to the next in my series of studies in John's Gospel. We're in John chapter 10 and we're going to look at verse 16. One of the most irritating things I think about religion is the propensity for religious people to gain a sense of pride and dismissiveness of other people, other streams. Very often the very same religion. So we think our church, our stream, our denomination, our way of doing things is the best and we look down on others who are different. And that's incredibly damaging, but it's also something that was a part of the New Testament culture. John chapter 10 and verse 14, Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. He talks about laying down his life. We've looked at this in our previous studies, all this idea of him being the sheep. Then he says something that really, really shocked. And I know I keep saying this, but a lot of this passage is deeply shocking to the first listeners. He says, verse 16, I have other sheep. Now the people of God believe they were just that, the people of God. How on earth could there be anybody else? I have other sheep that are not in this sheep pen. He's not meaning uh, people in another town. He's not meaning people in another village. He's meaning there are other people other than these first century uh, Jewish believers. I have other sheep that are not of this sheep pen. I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice. And there shall be one flock and one shepherd. So this was shocking to them. Although it's something that was prophesied and understood in the Old Testament, that God had a heart for the Gentiles. Uh, this is Isaiah 49. The Lord says, Is it too small a thing for you to be my servant? This is speaking of the Messiah, the prophecy around Jesus in Isaiah. Is this too small a thing for you to be my servant to restore the tribes of Jacob and bring back those of Israel I have kept? And then he says this, I will also make you a light for the Gentiles that my salvation may reach to the ends of the earth. And Jesus is drawing in that and saying, now is the time. He, the Lord, has other sheep. Those who are outside the, the, the uh, children of Abraham, the Mosaic Code. So what are the implications for us here many centuries later? I want to suggest a, a few things for us. If you listen to me or come to our church regularly, you'll know one of the things that I believe passionately is a great danger to Christianity and to our church is what I call the Our Club Syndrome. Most non-Christians in our culture and in our community believe that church is for Christians. Just as the golf club is for golfers, so they would believe that you don't go to church unless you are a Christian. That the requirement to enter into a church is to be a Christian. Tragically, that has infected the majority of Western and British Christianity. That subconsciously we believe the church is our club for us who are Christians. That we are the people who can decide what happens in our building because it's for us. It's a tragedy 
because Jesus is clear. He's come to seek and to save the lost. He's come to reach those on the outside. He, the church is the body of Christ. The church exists for the people who are not yet part of it. There are two fundamental models of the purpose of the church. Some people would see the purpose of the church is to worship God. And there is a lot of truth in that. But when we take that in isolation, then it doesn't matter that the, there are plenty of people who are not part of us because we are simply worshipping. Whereas if you see the purpose of the church is to make disciples of all nations, is to reach the lost, is to enact the mission of God to save the world, then you have a different understanding. And so we need to partner with God in reaching the other sheep, the people who are not yet in this pen. And so we are to join with Jesus in reaching the outsiders. His heart is not simply for those who have found faith, but his heart is to look for those on the outside, the other sheep. And as these other sheep were those of other nations, so we join the heart of God to bring all nations to Christ. We cannot allow Christianity to become one culture, one nation, one race. There are other sheep. Jesus longs for a bringing together under one shepherd the peoples of all nations to create one flock. So there is a practical implication that we must see ourselves as being those who are constantly scanning the horizon for those who are not yet in and to bring them in. But secondly, as I hinted at the beginning of our talk, we need to be aware of rejecting other streams, of defining who's in and who's out and excluding other streams of Christianity who we don't think are sound enough or doctrinally pure enough or uh, believe the same things as us. And we must work for unity within diversity. And we must look for where God is at work in churches who do things very differently to us. We must look for where God is at work in different movements around the world that may not make us feel comfortable, that we may not, if we were honest, want to join in with, but perhaps we see God is there or we could see that God is there. In the last few months, I've come across uh, one or two small groups of Christians within Birmingham where I live who have an understanding that they are the true church and that all other expressions of Christianity are wrong. And it seems to me that Jesus would say, I've got other sheep. And that's a humbling thing, isn't it? God is at work in places where we perhaps don't expect him to be at work. See, the, for these first century um, followers of God, they couldn't conceive that the Messiah would relate to anybody other than themselves. They couldn't conceive that God would come to anybody other than Judah, 
they couldn't conceive that God could be at work in elsewhere. And we mustn't allow ourselves to have that mindset. Let's look with God for those who would others would say are on the outside and let's bring them in. Our questions for reflection. Where are there times that we get drawn into the our club syndrome? Perhaps where we want church to be for us, to please us, to do what we want and we cease to welcome, we stop looking outwards, we stop thinking about how we can bring others in. And the second question, where are we involved in reaching those on the outside? If the good shepherd is looking for sheep in the other pens, where are we partnering with him? Where are we reaching the people who perhaps feel excluded from our stream of Christianity? Let's pray together. Lord, give us a heart for all nations. Lord, give us a heart and a, a voice for the excluded. Lord, help us to draw in all peoples. We thank you that you're at work in places where we don't imagine. We thank you that your kingdom is bigger than our mindset. We give you thanks that you are at work and we offer ourselves to be part of that process. For your glory we pray. Amen.